Hello, friends. I'm Pastor Pitts Evans. Welcome to the Whole Word Podcast. Let's get right to the Word of God. Isaiah chapter 20. In the year that the supreme commander sent by Sargon, king of Assyria, came to Ashdod and attacked and captured it. At that time, the Lord spoke through Isaiah, son of Amos. He said to him, Take off the sackcloth from your body and the sandals from your feet. And he did so, going around stripped and barefoot. Then the Lord said, Just as my servant Isaiah has gone stripped and barefoot for three years as a sign and portent against Egypt and Cush, so will the king of Assyria lead away stripped and barefoot the Egyptian captives and Cushite exiles, young and old, with buttocks bared to Egypt's shame. Those who trusted in Cush and boasted in Egypt will be dismayed and put to shame. In that day, the people who live on this coast will say, See what has happened to those we relied on, those we fled to for help and deliverance from the king of Assyria. How then can we escape? And so, friends, we have in this chapter one of the most unusual prophetic acts required of a human being in the entire scripture. There are there are other very unusual and difficult prophetic acts. I won't say this is the absolute most difficult, but it is certainly a very difficult consignment or assignment from the Lord, rather. And so the siege is, or the setting is, the northern kingdom is under siege from Assyria. All of the surrounding nations are under siege from Assyria. And some portion of the Jews have tried to form alliances with the Egyptians and uh, the Cushites, the nations of Cush, whoever are represented by that, various possible candidates for those called um, Cush. But nevertheless, the setting is this ascendance of Assyria and the conquest of all the surrounding nations, including Israel. So it begins in the year that the supreme commander sent by Sargon, king of Assyria, came to Ashdod and attacked and captured it. Ashdod was in Israel, northern Israel, and uh, this is the setting for when this happened. So somewhere in the 720s B.C. At that time, the Lord spoke uh, to Isaiah, and he said to him, now this is the amazing part, take off the sackcloth from your body and the sandals from your feet. So this is what he was wearing. And so Isaiah did so, and it says he walked around stripped and barefoot. Then the Lord said, just as my servant Isaiah has gone stripped and barefoot for three years as a sign and portent against Egypt and Cush, So the kings of Assyria will lead away stripped and barefoot the Egyptian captives and the Cushite exiles, young and old, with buttocks bared to Egypt's shame. Now, let me back up a little bit. We find out here that this prophetic word was given, take off your sackcloth and your sandals, and then three years elapse between verse 2 and verse 3, because uh, verse 2 is take off your clothes and your shoes, And then verse 3 says, three years have gone by as a sign against Egypt and Cush. And then we get the further word or interpretation from the Lord. This is because Assyria is going to lead the Egyptians and the Cushites away barefoot and stripped 
naked. It says their buttocks will be bared. Now, our assumption is that Isaiah had something to cover his private parts, but essentially he was walking around unclothed. I'm assuming he had something for his modesty, and that's a general assumption. He could have been stark naked. We don't know that. But the reference to the buttocks being bared seems to lend credence to the idea that perhaps this was Isaiah's state of being too. Now, let's just step aside for a second. How many of you have ever thought, gee, it would be great to be a prophet? How would you like to be this prophet, friends? I I certainly do not want to be this guy. And uh, God bless Isaiah. He heard from the Lord. He obeyed the Lord. But what a difficult prophetic word. Walk around naked and barefoot for three years. And uh, the reason was that he was a living billboard for the judgment that was coming on Egypt and Cush. And then the, the word shifts, or it's explained a little further, that the Lord is rebuking the Israelites who had depended on Egypt and Cush for help against the Assyrians. Verse 5, those who trusted in Cush and boasted in Egypt will be dismayed and put to shame. In that day, the people who live on the coast will say, see what has happened to those we relied on and those we fled to for help and deliverance from the kings of Assyria. How then can we escape? And so, friends, what's the moral of all this story? Our hope is in the Lord. Our hope is in the Lord. We don't want ungodly alliances. We don't want to depend on nations who don't worship the same God that we do. Our hope is in the Lord, and it needs to be in the Lord. The hope of Israel is in the Lord. The hope of Israel is not on the United States or in the United States or in the United Nations. The hope of modern Israel should be on Yahweh. And so, Lord, we pray that our country, wherever this is heard, our country, would be subject to the Lord God of heaven. Lord, may we look to you as our help and our defender in times of trouble. Lord, forgive us for when we've depended on other nations and on other individuals for help and not look to you. But Lord, we're calling to you for help. Lord, we rely on you. We trust in you. We love you. You are our God and you're our Savior. In Jesus' name, we pray these things. Amen. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Whole Word. It was brought to you by Whole Word Fellowship and the Northern Virginia House of Prayer. If you were encouraged, please share our podcast with your friends. We'd also appreciate it if you'd hit subscribe in your favorite podcast app and take a few moments to write a review. If you'd like more information on our church and our ministry, you can go to wholeword.net or wholewordpodcast.com for more information. Thank you again, and may the Lord Jesus bless you today and always.